12.52 on the Big Show Clock. Bob Quinn in house today. Doug Cooper as well. Lee Klein is uh, in the building. And we have, uh, from time to time, get a lot of requests for, gee, I'd like to listen to Lee Klein. Uh, he was on today. I didn't get all of it, or I want to listen to it again. Well, we uh, can do that for you on the iHeartRadio app. If you have the iHeartRadio app, you can search for Lee Klein, and there's lots of podcasts posted up there, including today's, which will be up here just a few minutes after Lee's done. So check out the iHeartRadio app and search for my old buddy Lee Klein. Uh-huh. Lee, how you doing today? Well, I'm doing okay. The world has changed magnificently, hasn't it? The pressure's communi- on now, The Lee. communication is tremendous. You bet. Well, uh, this is from the latest Alaska magazine, which has an update on 130 wood bison. Uh, wood, W-O-O-D, wood like timber. Uh, they were reintroduced into Alaska two years ago. And the wood bison are similar to the plains bison that we know generally across the mainland United States. But the wood bison are a little bigger and they're also shaggier than the plains bison. They're better adapted to cold weather. They originally ranged most of Alaska and then they disappeared. No one knows why. And a fellow named Tom Seaton is a biologist with Alaska Fish and Game, and he says reintroducing the wood bison fulfills an important cultural niche and will benefit both plants and animals. So 130 wood bison were introduced two years ago, spring and summer 2015. And we ask, how are they doing? Well, they're doing quite well. There are now 150 wood bison in the wild. This is the first herd there for 100 years, and that's better than the experts expected, that increase of 20. They live in and they roam a stretch of 50 miles, which is their new territory. This is up in northern Alaska. It's hoped the wooden bison will eventually become an integral part of Alaska and will spread all across the state. Now, here's a very interesting fact I came up with. They tell, we think about moose as being a very common sight in Alaska, but that wasn't always so. Back in the 1880s, they were located only in eastern Alaska. It took 130 years for moose to spread all across the state. And no one knows why. And I'm thinking maybe it's like deer in Iowa. I saw no deer whatsoever in the wild when I was growing up in Grundy County in central Iowa. And today farmers in Grundy County regularly see deer out in the corn and soybean fields. And maybe it's like bald eagles. The magnificent birds were non-existent here in Iowa when I was a kid growing up. And today I can take you to Gray's Lake here in the city and see a nest. Uh, young eagles hatch there this spring. The parents stay all the winter. And why is that all of a sudden? No one knows. It just happens. And by the way, the 130 wood bison introduced into Alaska two years ago came from northern Canada. But to summarize, the herd has now expanded from 130 up to 150, and the program is considered to be a success. By the way, Alaska Fairbanks got to be 40 degrees below zero last winter, and now we're back here at home where it gets hot. We've had some scorcher days and nights this week. And that brings me to say, without hesitation, that I think the greatest invention during my lifetime is air conditioning. And growing up on a farm near Conrad, sleeping at night, could be a problem when you have those hot, sleepy, windless nights. No air conditioning. When I was a kid, my bedroom on the farmhouse was upstairs on the northeast corner. It had a north window. It had an east window. You know how much breeze comes in a north window and east window in the summertime? None. But the problem was solved when electricity came in 1938. Had a little cash stashed away from trapping gophers, and the family went to Marshalltown to the Montgomery Ward store, and I bought a small electric fan. It had four blades, 
and the blades are about eight inches in diameter. It costs one dollar, but you know it saved my life. I could set the fan on a chair beside the bed, and suddenly the hot, muggy nights no longer a problem. Such a simple little thing, but it works so well. My sister bought a bed light so she could fasten it to the headboard of her bed so she could read at night. First thing my mother bought, a refrigerator. The electricity was wonderful, and it still is. It makes air conditioning possible. Lee Klein on the big show. See, that's the, uh, the, the big deal I was always told, Lee, is that, oh, don't worry about that heat. It's just in your head. And I said, no, it's not. It's all over me. I'm sweating like a horse up here <laughs> trying to get to sleep. So, ah. Uh, Amazing stuff. You yeah, know, you were talking about air-conditioned tractors back in your day. I mean, they're open air, nice. Uh, yeah, open air. Yeah, keep you well, cool. that's all right. That was that was out in the air, but it, in the closed-up house, not so. Yeah, so. not so. Yeah. And Monday night was like that. It was muggy and it was hot all night, if I recall. Close. We call that. It was close. Yes, you know that's interesting. Uh, Use that term someplace, and uh, and the other person said, uh, "What do you mean close? Close to what?" You know, that's a term we grew up with. Yeah. It's close. It means yeah. it's hot and smuggy. It means it's hot and I can wring water out of the air, take a paddle and knock water out of the air. Well, yeah. you know what? I didn't grow up with that. Good. I've never heard that before. Oh, really? No. Close? Nope. It's close? Nope. How about you guys? It's close? You know what close means. All these people standing around here. C-L-O-S-E. Yeah. Close, nope. yeah. Never heard that. Well, I'll be there. Yeah, it means you're, uh, you're sweating. We're not too hip in Webster <laughs> City. That's, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know, talked about uh, the uh, animals being introduced. Uh, I'm trying to get uh, Coke's a uh, couple of barn owls back uh, on the farm. You build a box, you know, and, and try and coax them in because they're voracious hunters. I was reading a piece here a couple of weeks ago that uh, within a half-hour period, and, and barn owls, when they have uh, uh, owlets, they have like a dozen. Oh. So they have a bunch of them to feed. And uh, this uh, uh, barn owl, uh, they figure, can take uh, uh, up to 10 acres and patrol it. And they will eat between, depending on how many owlets they have, 2,000 and 8,000 mice a year. Oh, my gosh. So you completely el- eliminate field mice uh, around the uh, the farmstead there yeah, I need pretty them. much. Yeah, yeah. These you owlets. Ever heard him pick uh, up an, uh, a young rabbit? No, no. Oh, the owls? Oh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. a young one, yeah. maybe, yeah. 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 It, uh, yeah, it sounds like a baby crying. I and when our daughter was an infant, an owl grabbed a, a young rabbit, and I heard all this screaming, scared the heck out of me. Yeah, went running in her room. She was there, rabbit. It was oh. a rabbit. Yeah. Well, we are trying to coax some barn owls back on the farm. Well, some they'll catch forest. rabbits for you, and yeah. they're little. Leon, thanks for coming in. Been a pleasure. Remember, you can uh, catch uh, Lee Klein anytime you want to. On uh, your telephone, your iPad, your tablets, your computer, on the iHeartRadio app. Uh, get the iHeartRadio app, and uh, you do a search for Lee Klein. They'll have Lee's podcast up there. In fact, uh, the one that we just talked about up there just a couple of hours from right now. Lee, back with us again next Friday. Big thank you to the 4-H gang for coming in today as well. A lot of events going on with uh, 4-H this summer, and uh, you can find out more about that on their website. Rush Limbaugh, about five minutes away here on your big show, Radio Stations.